finally going to start. This is the social media class. I'll be honest with you guys, I did not expect this many amount of people. I thought there was going to be like 20 to 30 people, but I'm excited that all of you guys are here. Uh, for those who don't know me, my name is Aaron Angel Lavelle. I have the privilege to lead the Athens Team Ministry. Uh, this is my beautiful girlfriend, Melissa. And so... This is a social media class, so we're going to be a little, like, we're going to uh, interact with each other. So what I want you guys to do is, if you guys do not know someone, I want you to go up to them. I want you to, to get their phone number, to get their Instagram, to get their Snapchat, to get their Twitter. And when you get their phone number, I want you to text them why you are here. Why are you in the social media class? Out of all the classes that you could have gone, why are you in the social media class? So I'm gonna let you guys do that real quick and then we'll tell y'all when we guys um, get back together. Somebody you don't know. Jokers, I know y'all know each other. Responses. 
Why are you guys at so at the social media class? By raise hands. Yep. Okay, awesome. Yep. One more about social media. Okay, anybody else? The link in Collins. Awesome. What do you think? Okay. Anybody? Yep. Yeah. Uh, 
fun. Like, it's fun to scroll, it's fun to post, like, it's just fun. Um, it passes the time. I think a lot of you guys said that. Like, you can get consumed with it, which can definitely be a bad thing. Um, but it can also be a good thing, right? Like, when I go to a restaurant and they're like, oh, it's an hour away, the first thing I do is like, okay, well, let me get on social media. Um, the next thing I know, I'm like being sad. So it passes the time. Um, another good thing is that it makes you aware of big events, like if your friend graduates or if someone gets married or like whatever, there's big events on social media. It also makes you aware of tragedies, like how many times do you see posts about like people passing or like car accidents or like whatever it is, there's tragedies um, to make you aware. And then the cons. So the cons that we came up with were that it's not reality. People post all the good things about their life, right? How much on social media do you see people posting like, dang, like I just failed my test, or like, dang, I just had a bad day? You, you see it? Okay. Well, I don't, so that's why I thought that. But um, generally, that's good that you do, but generally speaking, people don't post um, bad things. Also, it's a false sense of who people are. Um, like I said, people post the good things. Um, so basically, how the how we're like gonna do the lesson is. We're just gonna go back and forth. Um, I am the poster, like in our relationship. Like I'm the one that likes to post on social media, and like I'm the poster. Um, and Aaron's the one that likes to scroll. <laughs> he doesn't really post anything, um, but he likes to scroll. So if you hear us say like poster and scroller, that's what we're referring to. Um, let me get a show of hands. How many of y'all are the posters? Like y'all post on social media a lot. You're like, oh, not a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
Y'all can just like look up when you're there. trying to win the approval of human beings or of God, or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to be please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. Thank you. Um, so yeah, it's, I mean, it's so straightforward. Like, when you post on social media your attention, how can I, like, please myself by making myself feel some kind of way, or is it, how can I please God? Because nine times out of ten, I feel like for a lot of us, it's like, how can I please myself? Um, the only person's approval and the only person that we should be trying to please is God. Um, and I think, like, something that Aaron always pointed out, like, before we started dating was, like, I would always post on my story, like, whenever I was feeling myself or, like, living my best life, like, I would just post myself. Um, and Aaron, like, roasted me all the time. He'd be like, quit telling yourself, like, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it's so true, like, I was posting it for, like, self-pleasing and, like, the approval of others. Um and not because of God. And we have to like remember with social media, I don't care whether it's TikTok, I don't care whether it's Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, like, you have to, look, TikTok's a thing, all these things are, um, <laughs> we have to become, stay with me, stay with me, stay with me. Um, we have to become less so that God can become more. So, the second thing that I thought about when I thought about intentions of social media, um, for me, the poster, I just want to share my life. Um, but I think you have to ask yourself, what is my goal when I'm sharing my life with people? Like when I'm on vacation and I'm posting everything that I'm doing. Or like when I'm at like a party and I'm posting everything that's happening. Like, what is the goal of me wanting to share my life? Um, so we don't have the PowerPoint, which is fine. But there's these pictures of people living their everyday life. And they, the photographer took the phones out of the picture. So it's literally like people standing, like you'd be holding your phone, but they took the phone out. So it's like this. Um, and there's like so many pictures of people, like kids sitting with their tablets, like parents talking to their kids and both being on their phone. Um, like people at a cookout and like don't have their, like people on their phone. Um, like do you guys see people on their phone all the time? Like all the time? Yeah. And what do you think they're doing on their phone nine times out of 10? Social media, every single time. Um, do you guys think that God intended us to be glued to our phones on social media? Why don't say no? Hands? Anyone? Yeah? Because there's more to life than just what's on our screens. Louder, I love it. Because there's more to life than just what's on our screens. Did you guys hear that? Yes. Okay, yeah. Want us to interact with each other. Um, I mean, those, I, I just don't know what more else there is. Um, he really, God created us to be relational with one another, and he created us to connect with one another. God did not create us to be glued to our phones and be so, like, disconnected from the world around us. Um, I think that's something that Aaron and I have seen a lot, well, I've seen a lot in our relationship recently is, like, a phone issue. Like, we'll be doing something, and Aaron will be on his phone, and I'll be like, can you pay attention to me or like can you look at me or he's just always like on his phone. Um, but it's like such a real thing. Like we're glued to our thumbs. But the more like present you are in life, the more you observe everyone around you on the phone. Like phone in hand. 
Phone in hand. Phone in hand. Phone in hand. They're like, they're like phone in hand. Like for no reason. Y'all aren't even on them and they're in your hand. Um, like put your phone down and be present. Um, that's just how God intended us to live. Um, but now Aaron's going to share his perspective. Yeah, so like Moisa was talking about, she is the poster, I am the scroller. Moisa's got like 1,600 followers on Instagram. Like, she's got like, everyone likes her photos. She's like the popular one, everyone loves her. And I am the, po- I'm, not, I'm the scroller, and I, I don't post a lot. I've got just like your average, like 400, 500 followers. Um, but as a scroller, you are still not like, you're not better than someone who posts. Um, I find myself judging people, judging others. I know a lot of you guys struggle with that, just scrolling through like, oh, like they're this way or they're that way. Um, I find myself a lot of times, Before you guys ate, you guys prayed. 
And like the biggest reason why he paid for our food is he saw us interacting. He saw us making fun of each other. He saw us um, just inter- like being like talking to each other instead of our phones. And I was like, I was literally just so inspired by that. Just, just something so simple about putting your phone down and literally just talking to each other. Um, it's literally a lost art in today's society. But if you guys could turn your Bibles to 2 Peter chapter 2. They promised them freedom while them, while they themselves are slaves of depravity. For people are slaves to whatever has mastered them. <clears throat> if they have escaped the corruption of the world. <laughs> By knowing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and are again entangled in it and overcome, they are worse off at the end of the end than they were at the beginning. Okay, I'm gonna read like again for people in the back. Second Peter verse uh, chapter two verse nineteen says, "They promised them freedom while they themselves are slaves of depravity. For people are slaves to whatever whatever has mastered them. If they have escaped the corruption of the world by knowing our Lord." Savior Jesus Christ and are again entangled in it and overcome there and worse off the end than they were at the beginning. And so if you are mastered by social media, your security is of what pleases people. And God, God is literally just like every single day. I was just telling Melissa, like, how many of you guys have a snap like a Snapchat street with your significant other? Or, or a best friend, it doesn't have to be boyfriend, girlfriend. Okay, now I want you guys to ask yourself, do you guys have a Snapchat streak with God? Literally, God Snapchats you every single day. Instagram direct messages every single day. And you guys just ignore them. That's literally what it is. It is you guys are literally slaves to social media because you guys literally put your security in what people think. You literally put your security in what people how many followers you have, how many likes you guys get. And like I said, like like I said, my last point is that is not why God created you. God did not create you to have to be literally a slave to social media. But he literally created you to be a servant. To be a servant of not what you want, but what other people want. Uh, how many of you guys how many of you guys know what FOMO is? FOMO. <laughs> Uh, what does FOMO mean? Fear of missing out. How many of you guys struggle with fear of missing out? Be honest. Alright. Can I get some responses? Why do you guys fear so much of missing out? Yes. Yeah. 
Okay, what's cool to you? by raising hands, are the reason why you guys are on social media is because you fear missing out on something? None of y'all? You guys didn't understand the question? I'll, I'll say it again. When you, when you get FOMO, do you guys have FOMO on social media? Like, do you fear missing out on social media? Is, okay, so then, why, so then why are you constantly checking? Think about it. Why are you constantly checking? You're constantly checking to be in the know, right? Yeah. Entertain yourself? When it's like, when somebody's at a party, I guess that's when I start to get home on, like, on social media. When somebody's at a party that I'm not at, or, like they're all there, they're there, and then I should go for some reason. Okay. You can speak loud. Just use it to laugh. Laugh and talk with your friends. Okay? Anybody in the back corner? Nobody? Okay, so I'll be honest with you guys. I the reason why I'm like addicted to my phone is because I fear I'm, I fear of missing out on whether it's like I literally am a slave. I have a routine. I don't know about you guys, but I have a routine about how I check social media. Like first I check Instagram, then I check Facebook, then I check uh, I know it's not social media, but fantasy football, then I check eBay or an eBay business, and so I literally just literally have a routine every single day. Of, and that's how enslaved I am. With and I want I want you to think about: Are you a slave to social media? Those characteristics that I talked about are those you. Um, if you guys can turn your Bibles to Luke sixteen. serve two masters. Either you will hate the, the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and social media. The Pharisees who loved social media heard all this and were sneering at Jesus. He said to them, you are not the ones who justify yourselves in the eyes of others, but God knows your heart. What people value highly is detestable in God's sight. And so I want you guys to think it's it's a heart issue. The reason why you are enslaved in social media is because of your heart. 
we the reason why our heart is not on God is because obviously like I said we're on, it's on somebody else's security. Our security is in other people. It's in something so meaningless like likes and uh, how many followers we have. And so uh, I, I really want to highlight verse 14. He says, you are the ones who justify yourselves in the eyes of others. The reason why we have social media is because we try to justify ourselves. The reason why we post, the reason why we comment, the reason why we have accounts, we justify something, whatever that may be for you guys. But God knows your hearts. And I want you guys to think, what do you guys think God thinks about social media? It says here, what people value highly, people value social media very highly. He hates them. He hates them. And so I want you, what I want you guys to think about is, what do you think God thinks about social media? Or like, what do you think he wants, or like, how do you think he wants you to use social media? I just want you to like sit there and think, yeah, okay. Um, well, I believe, um, from experience obviously, but, um, if we're not using social media to glorify God in some way, it's it's pulling our attention away from God, and uh, we all know that God is a jealous God, and if, if we hold anything above Him, He's not going to like that. So we can kind of, if we put uh, social media as our idol, that's basically keeping God off that pedestal. Yep. Anybody else? Yes. Uh, I think we want to use it to share what we're doing, like uh, my church now. <coughs> Anybody else? What do you guys think, God? Yes. I think he would want us to use it to um, lift others up, too. Not just, like, you know, lift ourselves and make ourselves feel good, but also to um, lift others up. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, social media, it's about us. We are promoting ourselves. It's about how we look, where we are, what we're doing. It's about us. And so I want you guys to change your perspective. It's not about us. It's about something way greater than ourselves. And so, Moisa is going to share, uh, is social media drawing you closer to God or farther away from God? Um, yeah, so basically, like, everything in life, whether it's, like, waking up or, like, going to sleep, whatever it is, like, every decision that we make either helps us in some way or it doesn't. And so I think we have to start asking ourselves, like, are we allowing social media to bring us farther away from God, or are we allowing it to bring us closer to God? I think, like, my favorite, like, one of my favorite things about God is that he is, like, black and white. There's just no gray areas or interesting with him at all. Um, and I want you guys to ask yourself, whether you're a poster or you're a scroller, like, do you value what God values? And if you don't value what he values, or if you don't even know what it is, that's a good place to start. Open your Bible. Um, God values righteousness, purity, time with him, love, humility, all of these things. And I think even if the Bible was written in today's time, social media would not be on the list of things that God values. I just don't think it would be. Um, it's such a distraction from our walks with God. Social media distracts us from not just our walk with God, but everything. What do you guys think are some things that social media distracts you from? Whether it's like homework or whatever it is. Like what do you use social media as a distraction from? Yes. My boredom. Your, your boredom. Yeah. Yes. Um, 
Face-to-face relationships, yeah. Anyone else? Work. Work, distracting from work, yeah. My back corner. What does social media distract you from? Real life. Yeah, fair. Anything else? Yes. Family. Your family? Yeah. That's real too. Anyone else? Yes. From your sleep? Yeah, that's true too. Um yeah, go ahead. Avoiding awkwardness. Yeah. That's a good one too. Yes. Responsibility. That's a huge big distraction. Anyone else? I mean, you guys are getting all of them, honestly. Yes, Colin. Um, sometimes it can distract from like illness or something because you like be sad, it can distract you from that. Mm-hmm. From like dealing with your actual pain or things you're feeling, yeah. Anyone else? These are all really great. Okay. Um, yeah, all the things you guys just said are things that we use social media to distract ourselves from. Um, and if there's anything in this world that you should never let social media come between, it's your relationship with God. Like, it shouldn't come between, like, our responsibilities and family or anything else. But above all that, the one thing that you should never let your social media, like, continue to the point where you're not spending time with it is God. Um, and so I want to read a scripture, and it's Matthew 6.33, um, which I'm sure you guys have heard a million times. So will someone read that whenever you get there? Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Are y'all there? Yeah. Yes. Will someone read that? Um, yes. Will you stand up, please? Do you have your hand raised to read it? Do you want to read Matthew 6, 33? Mm-hmm. Thank you. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. All these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Perfect. Um, so I'm going to read the message version of Matthew 6.33. If you guys are like, tired of hearing the NIV, I really encourage you to read other versions of the Bible. Um, So the message version says, to speak your life into God's reality, God's initiative, and God's provisions. Don't worry about missing out. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met in some other way. Um, And I love this. I think like asking, I like had to ask myself, what does it mean to seek into God's reality? Like what does that mean? Um, I think the first step in being able to do that is to step out of the realm of social media. Like, for all my scrollers, like, when you're consumed with your phone, you're in the realm of social media. Like, in social media's realm, it has nothing to do with reality. Like, I think someone said over here, like, being on your phone distracts you from life and, like, how things actually are because you're so, like, just not present. Um, and something that I had to come to a conviction about was my time with social media. Like, I think Aaron talks about his routine with looking at his apps. So, like, something I would do in the morning is I'd wake up and, like, my alarm would go off. I'd turn it off, and then I'd go on my phone, right? So I, like, look at my phone, check my texts, like, then I'm going to go to my social media, scroll through. Next thing I know, like, 15 minutes has passed, and I've checked all my social media, and then I'm like, okay, now I can get up and get my day started. Um, and so I, like, realized how much that came in between, like, me and God, because I was putting that, like, making up the first thing I did. 
So I had to come to a conviction um, about what I was going to do the moment I opened my eyes. So now every day I wake up, before I even turn off my alarm, I pray to God and thank Him that I woke up. Like before I do anything. And just little things like that, having humility towards God before you're taking social media can do so much um, for your walk with Him. Um, and you guys have to think about what is my conviction about it? Is it, okay, like, maybe I won't go on, like, Instagram until after I have my quiet time. Or maybe I won't check my social media right after school until I, like, have a conversation with my parents or my brother or sister, whatever it is. Like, what, like, for you do you need to come to a conviction about with social media and how it affects your walk with God? Um, for all my, like, teen disciples in the room, are you opening up your Bible as much as you're opening up your social media apps? Especially the scrollers. Because posters, we post, scroll, then get off probably. But scrollers, really, like, y'all be scrolling. So are you on your social media app as much as you are in your Bible? I really want you to ask yourself. Um, and even if you're not a disciple, like, are you taking time to step away from social media so that you can seek God fully? Um, social media is just such a distraction. Um, so I want to move into some practicals. I think it's easy to feel just overwhelmed, like, with the lesson, and, like, there's so much you can take away from it. So practically speaking, how can you guys change your perspective walking out of the social media class and change the way that you think and view social media? So the first practical that I thought about, um, well, is reassuring you guys, number one. Like, it's okay to use social media. Like, we're not saying delete all your social media, delete all your apps, like, remove yourself from the world and sit in your room. That's not what we're saying at all. Like, I use social media, Aaron uses social media, it's like, that's just how our world is. Like, it's okay. But you do have to think how you're portraying your life on social media because it matters. Um, you can tell a lot from someone's social media. What do you guys think you can tell, like, especially the scrollers, like, what do you guys see on social media about people? Like, what can you observe from what people post or things that they comment? Like, what can you tell about someone? Practical is to 
by God with your social media. Um, I think this is something for me that I really struggled with when I was like just figuring out how to use my social media to glorify God. Because in my head I was like, well, does that mean that every single picture that I post needs to be in scripture? No. Um, but it doesn't mean that it can't be, but that is not necessarily the only way. And so practically speaking, like, I think a way that you can glorify God through social media is sharing things that you're learning in your walk with God, sharing things that are encouraging to other people. I know a lot of you guys have said this too, like, instead of making your social media all about yourself and what you're doing and how you're doing, encourage someone else, like, post about other people. Um, or even being transparent, like, social media is just such a false sense of reality, and people are not transparent. They post all the good stuff, and you don't see any of the bad. Be transparent on social media. Uh, but on the other end of that, just because you have a scripture in your bio does not mean that you are glorifying God with your social media. Because God sees our heart, right? So you could be like, all right, like, how can I glorify God? Let me put a scripture in my bio. I'm sure, like, all of y'all have that. But God sees our heart. Um, so you really have to ask yourself, what is my heart behind what I'm doing? Um, the last practical that I thought about was, Literally, just stop letting social media consume you. I mean, it's it's just not rocket science, I think. Um, and, like, practically speaking, like, take a break from social media. If you're struggling with, like, stuff with mental health, or you're struggling with, like, letting it consume your time, like, whatever it is, take a step back from social media. Like, it's okay to not be on social media for, like, a week or two weeks. Whatever you feel like is good for you. Um, just like stop letting social media consume you and be present to the world around you. Aaron's um, gonna close this off. Uh, for our fourth and final practical, can you guys turn to John with me? John chapter 1. Six through eight, or six through eight. John one sixty. Uh, so yes. So what you said. Um. So I want you guys to be like John the Baptist. And for those who do not know who John the Baptist was, he became he came before Jesus. He had his own ministry, and he was uh, preaching the gospel, and he knew that he wasn't the chosen one, but he still, like, he gave all the glory to God and all the glory to, to Jesus, knowing that he wasn't the chosen one. And so, in verse 6, it reads, There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through to him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. And so I want to challenge you guys. For an entire month, I want you guys to post about other people. Lift other people up. Praise them instead of yourself. Literally for an entire month. I, I bet a lot of you can't, honestly. Because you guys are so consumed. No, 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 no. What was your, what was your question? <laughs> Can they be in the post? Okay, so let me ask you this. Why do you have to be in the post? Like a picture with the person. I was just wondering. No, no, no. I just want to ask. Like, why do you have to be in the post? 
Questions? Nothing? <laughs> ah, cool. That's all we have for you guys. Thanks.